episode 15, The Assessment with Israel Ironstein. You're listening to The Race for the Ring, a podcast about dating in the digital decade. I am your host, Mindy Barnett. I'm a PR queen, a published inspirational author, motivational speaker, mom, and dating diva. Each week, I'll have a special guest dish dating dilemmas and delights with me, and together we'll maneuver how to play the game, not get played, and claim the most prized possession, self-love. Ready, set, go. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Race for the Ring, and we are speaking once again with international dating coach, Israel Ironstein. You may recall he was on episode 11, not that long ago, where we got into exactly what his dating academy is all about, what it takes to be a dating coach, who needs a dating coach, what you do when you have a dating coach, how do you improve your dating game, and all of the above. So if you want to learn more about Israel specifically and what a dating coach is, the 411 and the soup to nuts about that, then go back and listen to episode 11. Today, Israel and all of you are going to have the pleasure of Israel's assessment of me and my dating game or non-game, I guess I should say, (laughs) depending on how you look at it. And um, we're going to have a little bit of fun. So he isn't going to hold back. I've given him permission to be as harsh as necessary and we will take it from there. So thanks for joining us once again, Israel. You're the first repeat guest too, by the way. We're a new Thank you. Yeah. What an honor. What an honor. Thank you, Mindy. And happy to once again uh, have a conversation and uh, be part of this. Yes. All good stuff. All right. So let's get right into it, right? What's, I guess you're, I'm going to let you take the lead in this show. I'm going to kind of hand the baton and the microphone off to you. And I will be, <laughs> I will be the guest today. This is exciting. I've never had the tables turned on me on my own show. So Amazing. Go. Amazing. I'll, I'll take on the challenge. Uh, help me out if I get stuck, but I think I'll be fine. Yes. Um, so what we're going to do today is a snippet, like as if we had a real session and you're a real client. And how would that look like? Although it'll be a little bit adjusted because it's not part of a whole entire program. Mm -hmm. It's just one snippet. Yeah, it's it's a bird's eye view of what one would expect if they were working with you. Exactly. Right. And my goal is, and I'm totally going to focus on you and actually try to help you. So okay. We'll Good see. Luck. I don't know exactly. I, I, I love the Nobody's been able to figure it out yet. I'm just kidding. I, I I'm teasing. Okay. So, you love a challenge. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. You feel now, good. <laughs> the way I look at dating is it don't have to be really bad in order to improve. You know, I think I mentioned it uh, last time we spoke. The best athletes in the world have coaches. Yeah. So, and sometimes it's just about fine tuning. Uh, let's dive right into it. One of the things that I love about you is that socially your social skills are at least on par, probably advanced. You actually host a podcast. So you're already socially, uh, um, I would say advanced. Dating is a social skill. Many of uh, people I work with have to catch up on a lot of the social skills, Mm -hmm. self-confidence, and just to be, before even start about talking to date about Mm -hmm. dating. Mm -hmm. Luckily with you, we don't have to do that because we we can start at a um, advanced stage Mm -hmm. Uh, it's going to help more because it's going to help us 
really pinpoint what are the things that we really want to do. Okay. Yeah, I don't have well, a problem talking to strangers. That's a good one. <laughs> now let's see where the, where where the problem is if there is one. So my first question is: Is there a problem? And let me help how I'd like the answer to be. So okay. if we're looking at dating as a series of steps, mm -hmm. where step one is being comfortable with yourself and step two is being ready to date and step three is meeting people and step four is maybe getting a first date i'm giving you examples oh sure what do you think yeah. is a step that you would say israel up until this step uh, I, I would consider myself a normal dater with irregular ups and downs but here is a sticking point this is someplace where repeatedly i get stuck i don't know israel like i don't really i think every situation is different I think for me, I think my issue is that I'm so picky to my own detriment, I think. I, not that I don't give people a chance. Like I could be friends with anyone and everyone, but being romantically friends or connected is obviously a whole different ballgame, at least in my mind. So I, I don't know, like it takes me a lot. I have to have like a strong foundation of a friendship, I think in most cases. I don't really really remember anybody well maybe one person but it, it was still a really strong friendship that was formed first where i had an instant like chemistry with them and instant attraction and like wanted to pursue them um romantically but normally it takes me a while for that and maybe that is my issue because it takes guys because i date guys they um right. get i guess not i'm gonna say frustrated but maybe they get impatient um, with the fact that I like the courting part to at least last a couple of a couple of dates, you know? Yep. So I don't know. And okay. I guess, I guess like I, the first dates easy breezy, like I don't necessarily enjoy them because it's more of a meet and greet, but I have no issue talking to people, like I said, and I can okay. sit and talk to strangers. So I'm fine with all that. And okay. It's I more, I, I guess, I once you get into the relationship part where I either don't want one <laughs> or it just doesn't move forward in that way. It just kind of tapers off. So Okay. I heard three different things. Okay. And, um, and what stands out to me is something different. So okay. I'm writing some notes, if you don't mind. No, of course not. I'm going to talk about different things, and I want to make sure that um, uh, I, I, don't for, I don't miss some points. Okay. So you told me not to hold back and I'm going to do the first practice of it. Okay. So the first thing you said, Israel, I'm very picky. Yeah. And I'm going to take that with your permission and throw it out. Because yeah. that is just to cover. That okay. is some, that's a wall. That's an excuse. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not blaming you, but it's something that I hear from everyone. Okay. We're all, we're all extra picky and that's not a real issue. That's something that we use as an excuse for ourselves. Okay. So we can talk about that more, but I'm just going to, because I'm, I'm looking at you as someone advanced. We're gonna. That's we're gonna okay. Say, no, no, I'm not sensitive at all. I just don't. I okay. bet it's true. I just don't. I don't know. Maybe you're right. Maybe it's a guard. But I don't like like a lot of the, no one, but no the one suitors. Does. I don't know. All right, go ahead. I'm listening. Go ahead. But go ahead. you're right. You're yeah. right. That you're right. That you're very picky. Everyone is. I think that putting yourself in a mind where well, I'm picky, and that's why I have a problem. That's not a. That's not a. No, problem. I, I we're, understand. We're that. all yeah. picky to a certain degree. And it's about the opportunities that we do have, what we do with it. And okay. the opportunities we don't have are irrelevant. We cannot really fix them. And I am the last person. So this is, this is matchmakers. They, do, they, they try to make you less picky. As a dating coach, I try to get you up to the place where you want, not to lower your standards. I will, I will not do that. Okay. So 
being picky is fine, but thinking that the problem may be being picky. No, okay. stay, okay. stay there. Okay, so that's Fair one. enough. Okay. And then you said something about that you're looking for a very strong friendship foundation, and mm -hmm. then you start dating. I have a feeling that this is maybe the beginning of a problem. Because okay. <laughs> although this is true, okay, okay, it's true to have that you want the foundation, but what it sounds to me is you're trying to build a certain safeguard before you even have the prize. Yeah. So let me make true. sure that we have a whole friendship, that this is solid, that this is good, that I you know I need a lot going on, and then meanwhile you're right about the impatience, where maybe the the guys you're meeting are well, why should I invest in a whole friendship and everything and guard everything before I even know that there was something there? Yeah, yeah. So, so that could be something we're going to talk about. And then you also said it's get, it takes you a while to get into a relationship, mm -hmm. which is fine. Uh, I think we mentioned it a little bit last time we spoke, guys want to see the progression. So we want to talk about that and see how that is. Right. Uh, you also mentioned something about you being, you said it, um, at least two or three times. You're very comfortable. You're very social. First dates are very easy for you. Mm -hmm. That's a little red flag. Is it? Because, yes. <laughs> yes. So okay. why is it a red flag? Because guys may get intimidated. Guys may feel like you're the one oh. that is being bringing the masculine energy to the date. Interesting. And a guy wants to come to the date and feel like he's the king of the world. And he's looking for the queen or the princess. Okay. But if you're coming in and say, hey, I'm the queen, you know, this is my kingdom. Do you want to take part? Guys get very intimidated. It would take a very ultra strong guy that will try to break you. And you may, maybe not consciously, but protect your kingdom and try to break him back and then come back home and say, that guy was a douchebag. We didn't really click. But they usually ask for a second date. Does that, does that, would that still be a red flag? I mean, they usually do. I'm not saying I don't usually go on them if I don't like them, but like, yeah, that's normal. Oh, oh guys, will, guys will very often ask for a second date, even if they're not really interested. Okay. Uh, there's several reasons to that, but um, keep in mind while you're looking for a long-term relationship, yeah. Guys are very often open to many different types of relationships. Yes, that's true. It's very true. Okay, so good I point. Look at, yeah. look at you as something and say, well, I, I'll i never be her king. Right. But maybe I'll be her king for one night or one yeah. week. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So this is good something. Good point. All right. So this is just like a couple of things that jump up. And let's talk about uh -huh. it a bit more. What okay. I'd like to hear from you is... Just an example, and you can pick any example, hopefully before Corona time, because mm -hmm. now things are a bit Yeah, different. it's a little weird now. Yeah, it's not right. like normal. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then and maybe, you know, we, we'll make different uh, uh, conclusions based on something that's not really because of really, you, yeah. because of the situation. Right. So pick, pick someone, any uh, guy that you've uh, had an opportunity with, Mm -hmm. And I'm leaving it so wide open because the opportunity right. could be that you never ended up meeting or it could be that you've had several dates or anywhere in between and okay. try to give me as many details about that as possible. So I could try to find some things that may be either red flags or show a pattern. Okay. Well, I guess I could give you my most recent sort of, I don't want to call him a boyfriend, but like relationship 
loosely I use that Oppor word? Let's, it call, was like let's call it opportunity. Because oh, if you call it an opportunity, that, okay. that My, doesn't put it in any box. Okay. It was a recent opportunity. We actually okay. had our opportunity for about eight weeks, um, which is long for me, um, at least in recent months, you know, in, in not long in terms of like what I've had in my past life, but like nevertheless. So it started off where he was really strong and I've I come to, that's a red flag, right? I want to hear, I want to hear everything. So how did you know that that person exists in this world? We met on a we met on a dating app. No, no, okay. no, no, wrong person. <laughs> okay. We met at a bar. We met, we met at like a, a lounge. We met at a lounge in a very okay. nice hotel after a work event that I had, and he happened to be there with colleagues too. Um, okay. And we met. We had mutual okay. friends, and he got to talking to me, and it was literally right before the shutdown, right? So we met, yeah. and then um, we exchanged. Did, did, you, did he approach you? Did you approach him? We were like did in the same. I was with somebody that knew his friend, and so that we sort of were in the same group, and we were just talking. And then right. he came over to me and um, offered to get me something to eat because I was starving, and just kind of went from there. So it was like an hour and a half. I wound up staying a lot longer than I thought I was going to. I was really just coming to get a glass of wine and go home because I was, you know, tired, long day, whatever. And then I wound up staying until like pretty much 1130, which was late for me on a work night. And that's um, the first time you've met. So you stayed because of him? Yeah, no, okay. totally. Because everybody else left. Like we hung out ourselves for a little while just talking because we had okay. gotten so, something to so eat. So you met left. and you had an instant yeah, we had an instant Exactly. Okay. Exactly. You had an instant yeah. for about an hour and a half where you right. ate. Right. And... Right. He walked me to okay. my garage. I had to go to my car um, to get my car, drive back because the, the, this was Philadelphia and it, he lived in Philly and I lived in New Jersey. So like, whatever. Okay. That was very nice. So then he got my phone number and I may have even just given him my business card. I think I, I forget because everything's on there. And he asked me when he was getting my car with me, like, when am I going to get to see you again? And I'm divorced and I have kids. And that particular weekend I had my kids, but I said, I can get together with you next weekend. So I go back and forth to New York too. And at the time, again, this was before we knew the world was shutting down. So I right. didn't realize I wasn't going to be going to New York for a little while. And, and then we had our first date during the shutdown. So he came to my house, which would not be the way I would have done it in real life. Right. Um, but he, so he comes to my house and we like watched TV. I think watched a movie. Uh, we ordered in food. Um, you know, just kiss. We didn't do anything more. And, um, and then he left, he didn't stay. Um, and then I saw him again. I feel like maybe the following week. Cause I think, um, I don't remember, to be honest with you. I think that weekend I didn't have my kids, but I only saw him a night. And then, and then he, and then the next time he came, he actually did stay over. Um, because at this point, you know, there was a shutdown and it was harder to go back and forth and things like that. Um, and then another time I went to his place, um, and stayed over and in the middle of all of that, we were texting and talking and stuff, but he was very, um, I don't want to say aggressive, but he was very, for lack of a better way of putting it, aggressive in the beginning, where he was like, oh, you're Jewish. I want to learn the faith. Oh, I love your, I want to meet to know your kids one day. Oh, I want to do this. Like, I want to take you away. Like, I, you know, right. and I was sort of like excited about that because I'm not really used to anyone being like that in a very long time. And 
but in the back of my head, I was sort of like, it's a little like it's bad. It's like, I mean, I just felt like, oh, we're connected. Like, <laughs> but I also sort of felt like I didn't know him that well for him to be saying a lot of that. Right. And then slowly but surely he started pulling away a little bit, but then he'd be like, I miss you. And he instantly started calling me babe, which I also thought was like a little bit of a red flag because I wasn't like, we never even had that girlfriend boyfriend conversation yet. You know, he invited me to go to a wedding that has never happened because I we broke up with B it never happened because of the situation. But I like really thought that he would have probably turned in, I don't know if he would have been the one that forever, but I definitely thought he was, I mean, gonna be my boyfriend like you thought I, there was something yeah i liked him substantial he, he, yeah yeah i mean personality wise we were very different he was more quiet and as you know i'm not um <laughs> but i think he liked the fact that i was bubbly and i think his ex he's he's also divorced and i think his ex-wife is probably a similar personality to mine just because i know what she does for a living so do you I don't think know. That this it's like story... weird. It was just the weirdest thing. And then we just okay, like, fair. I just, I broke up with him because I sort of felt right. like, you know, I was starting to be like. You feel like momentum is, is, is going the wrong way. Yeah. And, like, I'm and I'm like, I don't need to be bad. feeling bad. Like you're supposed to, at this juncture of the relationship, I should be excited. And, you know, he started to make yeah. me feel bad. So I was like, I'm out. <laughs> you did the right thing yeah. with that. Yeah. So, so do you, would you say that this is, uh, representative of something that is uh, happening often or this is maybe different? I think, and I don't want to say this and come off like, I don't want like listeners to think, who does she think she is? I think that I don't have a hard time getting guys interested in me. Not that I'm getting them interested in me. A lot of, I'm being honest, men are interested in me. I don't think a lot of men are interested in me to have me in their lives, like for the full time, you know, like, right. Okay. So I think they're interested. They all want to get to know me and then they get to know me. And I don't think I'm a bad person. I think I'm an awesome person. I'm an amazing friend. Like I have tons of friends. I just, I don't know. That's just my feeling that I don't feel like many men like have the unconditional love capacity. The ones that I'm with anyway. So, okay. There you go. (laughs) Uh, Turning okay. into like a third. Yeah, third no, 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 no. I think, <laughs> is this I more than something. you bargained for? <laughs> no, no, Sorry. no. I hear something, and I want to. I want to pick the right words and and put my thought together. So I think that there was two things here. One, which is something that I've mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. where and I don't want to elaborate about that, but I'll just leave you with that thought because I think you have the capacity to know what to do with just that one sentence I gave you. Mm-hmm. Other part is the here's here's what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. When a relationship starts, it could start as what I call long-term relationship mm-hmm. and starts and build that way, or it could start as a short-term relationship. And that's right off the bat, right in the beginning, you could sense where this is going. Mm-hmm. And it's when you have when you meet someone and you have that first date, sometimes it feels like this is real. This is somebody who is, you have, to, you have to listen carefully. What is the person talking about? What is that person sharing? And I'm not talking about the, what they're quote unquote throwing at you, which is the word babe, or I'll, I'll convert. No, you. this I'll guy, be- I really I felt yeah. like, yeah. I mean, I That's, definitely liked that guy a lot. I mean, right. I, he had a lot of potential. Yeah. The question is, did that guy show throughout everything? Mm-hmm. What did that person 
put in and invest in to show you that that person is looking for something longer term? That's really the question because sometimes you could sense where the person, where the energy is going. And basically what you want to have is, and I would, if you were my client, I would give you that homework to do. So my homework would be you, you write two columns. Well, one column is every, uh, uh, characteristic or every mm-hmm. everything you would need or you would want from someone in a long-term relationship and everything you would need or want from a short-term relationship really mm-hmm. have it very clear and you want to have it both sides one what do I want to see in in a guy when I'm looking for a long-term relationship and what do I want to see in a guy when I'm looking for short-term and then in myself what is it that I am going to focus on when I want somebody long-term and what is it that I want to focus on short term? Okay. And for the most part, you want everything in every relationship, right? Even if you want to be with someone for one week, you want friendship and you want fun. And even if you want to be with somebody for, you know, your entire life, you want the person to be good looking and, 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 you know, funny. No, I don't want a short term relationship. I just want a long term. I understand. I don't have time. Yeah. I understand. Well, go ahead and listen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. So first of all, I'm glad you pointed it out, but my key point is, is not, that you want it it's you want it very clear in your mind what are the qualities that oh i see would so be i can separate that. yeah okay and, yeah and you yeah, really that makes want sense. to write it down and you want to mm-hmm. write down both mm-hmm. him and for you okay and then what happens is when you add a date mm-hmm. everyone is going to tell you everything they're going to tell you their long-term qualities their short-term qualities but you want to listen a little bit deeper to what they focus on what okay. do they highlight what are they showing you? And you could see right away is that person, and it's not the shortcut that figures, oh my God, come with me to a wedding, come see my family. We don't think never come through. They don't really bring you to the family. But it's what is that, what kind of personality trait is that person showing me, that person showing me boyfriend quality or, you know, just the fun, fun time qualities. Mm-hmm. The other thing I want to bring up is a, a, a relationship is almost like a seven layer cake. Mm-hmm. Right, so there's many different layers. Friendship is one, physical is another one, a time is another one, um, trust. There's just many different layers, and, and we can break it down mm-hmm. what uh, happen in a healthy relationship. And what you really want is for a lot of these layers to come together, uh, um, to, to uh, I would say, to progress together. Okay. So if one of those aspects of the relationship is zooming past all the others, then it's going to be imbalanced. Now, it sounds to me that with this particular relationship, because of the pandemic and because the yeah, different reasons. Yeah, I think if it wasn't for that, we would have probably been better because we would right. have been like taking it slower and like seeing yes. each other on normal dates. And so it, there was yeah. no real balance. Yeah. No real balance. You know, date, first, first time insta date, that's okay. But date one was already at your house. Yeah, no. And we were both stressed out because of like all of the stuff that was just happening and both worried about, we're both like entrepreneurs. And so like, we were both worried about our businesses. And I think there, a lot of stress was fed into that. And I wasn't as busy as I normally would be going back and forth to New York. So I was more available and frustrated because he was busy or like traveling and whatever anyway right yeah so I, I feel like i feel like i mean the fact that you were both stressed that doesn't bother me as much it happens 
You're right. Obviously. But I think that what you want to make sure is that the, the friendship, the trust, the physical relationship, the amount of time you talk and the actual time on the clock mm-hmm. will all move at a very similar pace. Mm-hmm. And if, if one or two is jumping, when if he's calling you babe too early or if he, if things mm-hmm. that happen and, and I think I mentioned to you uh, last time we spoke, when you see that red flag, it doesn't mean it's game over. Mm-hmm. It's time to clarify. Mm-hmm. And very often the guy actually wants something longer term, mm-hmm. but he will. So think about it for a guy, if he gets short term, he can always, not always, but much more often turn it into long term. Right. So right. I'm not talking about you or me, but just no. I understand other what you're people. saying. It's, it, if a yeah. guy is sleeping with a girl and he wants her to be his girlfriend, it's mm-hmm. not that hard. As hard as the other way around. Could you imagine mm-hmm. a guy have a girlfriend say, "Listen, I don't want to, I don't want a relationship. I just want to sleep with you," and and it's vice versa for the girl. So mm-hmm. if a girl is is just sleeping with a guy and she said, "Hey, I, w- I want to be boyfriend girlfriend," that's very hard to do. Mm-hmm. But if she's boyfriend girlfriend and she said, "You know what?" I don't want to be boyfriend girlfriend anymore. I'll still, I'll still sleep with you. That's easier for her to do. So basically there is that almost like the power move between the guy and the girl where the guy wants short-term relationship because he can always convert at the long-term. Right. The girl always wants the long-term because she can convert at the short-term. Not that she wants to. Right. It gives her the security. Right, 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 right. right. It's, important, it's important to bring that up. Not even... Uh, uh, explicitly say, hey, do you want something long-term or short-term? But be mindful of that little inner battle that's happening mm-hmm. and make sure that the relationship goes on the right track from the beginning. And just, I would say one thing, be forgive- forgiving. So if you see the red flag, it doesn't mean like, okay, this guy is not serious. No, I know. Serious. There's other things. Like I'll give you, like uh, the icing on the cake, truthfully for me was I got very sick, at, at, like not related to coronavirus, but I was very, very sick. And he, um, he didn't even really, I don't want to say he didn't care. I mean, he did at one point he offered to drive me to the hospital, but like, but in general, he wasn't that like very- like- emergency so you know, no I was quite ill like- no I was I had blood poisoning I was like really sick right. but he um wasn't like overly checking in with me like see how I was and then on top of it another guy that I'll always love but he's we're just we're friends I mean right now whatever but like he um was checking in on me with like right like, on the hour every hour and he just right. showed me like the right way to be right. and I'm like you know, that, why is it <laughs> the other way around? Yeah. And this is what happens. And, and I think if, you, if you're going to take away from this two things, yeah, I'll give you those two. One is what I mentioned before. Let the guy be the guy. Let the yeah. guy choose the location. Let the guy. Oh, I always do that. That I do. Let the guy be the guy. As yeah. Much, be mindful of that, even within the conversation. And yeah. the other one is let have all the aspects. And you know what? This is another homework for you. And it's going to be very fun and healthy for you to do is write down the layers of a relationship that you're that you uh that you want okay and then make sure that they somehow are progressing equally just one shouldn't be running past and i think what happens here is some of this happens very quickly but then he didn't feel yet that he's in a place to to check on you every day because he just you know he only knows you for two three weeks so there was an imbalance there and everything collapsed when there's no balance 
So that okay. would be my second thing to maintain the balance. All right. Can I ask you, we're sure. running out of time. We have like literally yes. five minutes, but I want to ask right. one more question. So yes. this weekend I have a guy coming to see me who, um, he, I met in, I met in uh, Mexico, um, over Christmas time, we went there for vacation. He was with his girlfriend. I was with a friend, a girl who's a friend and he and I, we all were hanging out and he got to talking with me and we kind of clicked, but like just friends, but I guess he liked me. Um, I mean, he had a girlfriend, so I don't look at him like, I mean, he's attractive, but like I wasn't, you know, gonna do anything more with that. Um, and, and he kept like messaging me after the trip because we all exchanged numbers and long and short of it he broke up with her a few months ago but i was with this guy i just described to you um and i said well i'm now seeing somebody so you know and then everything happened with the shutdown and this and that and he's in i think i mentioned he's in chicago i don't know if i right. shared that part and so anyway he um I'm now obviously single and he's been checking in on me here and there to see how i am and he's coming in to see me in, in New York, like this weekend, I mean, he's not staying with me or anything like that, but he's coming in to see me. But he's like, we're going to be a power couple. And <laughs> you're so like, whatever. And I do like him. But then it's sort of reminding me of what this other guy was like with the babe. And I don't know, like, what is your thought? Like, what's your thought on that? You are setting yourself up for a disaster. Um, that is my thought. <laughs> because because that's what you, I think too. This is your thought. So, you know, <laughs> oh God. tell me more about this later, but here's, here's we're talking about the balance. This is a first date, even though you know that person and that first date is going to be somebody flying over for a very long time, even though they're not going to, um, well, yeah, I mean, I'm not staying gonna, with you. Yeah. He, yeah. I'll see you. So that's, there. so there's, there is some, again, I'm a guy. There may be some expectations there, and it, it may be. No, I was clear it, there won't be any of that. Or even <laughs> if you, the thing is though. Maybe, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you know, be, even if yeah. it was hundred percent, yeah. even if there was a hundred percent that there would be something. Okay. Then you would say the same thing. So guys know yeah. that. Yeah. So when a girl yeah. tells the guy, "Listen, I'm not sleeping with you tonight," usually the answer is, "That's exactly what the last ten girls I slept with said." So. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, I'm not saying you will, but I'm saying that uh, you couldn't yeah, you I'm not take it as a clue. I'm not like that. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. so I, I'm saying that you, this is a dangerous something because the guy is coming all the way and my you have to appreciate that and he has to be probably, rewarded yeah, she's like, Yes, she's like, Mindy, he probably has expectations. I'm like, I didn't invite him. He like wanted to see me. I mean, I didn't say no. So I would like so, to see him. Unfortunately, he lives far. It's not. It's not like. I mean, here's, here's, here's what I would recommend for you. Okay. Talk to him about it, because if if you're gonna have that energy constantly between the two of you where your expectations are just not clear, then it might turn be not fun for any of you, and especially if you're that sure that you don't want to do anything then that might just cause a lot of tension because it, and sometimes tension is good but yeah. i think that talking about it is something that may take out a lot of the elephant in the room okay and you can have really fun i mean i'm not you and i can't tell you what to do but i could tell you just an idea of something that i would say is i would say listen we haven't ever dated this is like 
first oh, day. I, ha I have said that. And, I, I and, did. But you have to and be I very also scared clear. of the coronavirus. Like, I don't really want to. Yeah, I feel like right. you have to be very clear. Very yeah. clear. But, yeah. but, but when you, when you talk about it, focus on all of the positive stuff. It's like, this is an opportunity for us to get to know each other, have fun, no matter what happens, and then, and then go from there. But the problem I said, the reason I said it's a disaster is because it's very hard to start off like that and then have it become anything that is balanced. Because what's going to happen in it's like first date, a whole weekend, even if you don't, it's just, the word balance is very hard. I, it's hard it's for me gonna, to put that the word balance a, I that. think it would be a hard situation regardless because he's not local, right. you know? So right. whenever I would, if it did, you know, work out, quote unquote, the only times that I would ever see him would be for these long weekend type situations, yeah. you know? So even one it would be a, like Yeah, that. it would be a different scenario. It's not like a normal dating situation. I was thinking more because he's like, he thinks that we're going to be, I mean, I'm not saying we wouldn't, I don't, I just, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like he just thinks that we're going to become this, like, he thinks we're going to get married. He's like, we're going to get married in Hawaii. No, no, like this is, this is a big, this is a big, big problem because the guy doesn't even know you. That's and, what I think. Yeah. and so, uh, so yeah. Why listen, do you guys do that? Like, that should be our next just, show. <laughs> you know, I, I, let me tell you something. The way I would look at these things is what's my best case scenario? And I think your best case scenario here is horrible. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry. I can't I, wait. <laughs> this weekend's gonna be the best ever. By the time this airs, the weekend will be over. <laughs> well, the weekend may be fun. The weekend may be fun. And if you if you could take He's cool. out the He's a really the nice room, guy. I do yeah, like you might him. Have, you it's you just might like have his, a good time. It's just his um, you know. I guess a eagerness is just alarming a little bit to me. The but. eagerness is there because he wants you to feel more safe yeah. and wants you to feel that he's there, even though he doesn't, you don't have the opportunity, the time to fill in. So we're trying to compensate for this, you know, long distance and no time with yeah. big words. Yeah, is, could be. You know. That's true. He's been this way since he met me. Yeah. So we'll see. He's very enthusiastic. <laughs> All right. You're gonna well, enjoy the weekend. I promise you, you yeah. enjoy the weekend. Just you know, yeah. make sure that it doesn't create a mess afterwards. <laughs> if not, I'll throw myself in the Hudson River. Okay. <laughs> I'll make the news headlines this weekend. No, you're not yeah, I'm that. kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me again and all of your insight and all of your advice. And, you know, let everybody know where they can find you if they need to get any dating, um, you know, tips and tactics and things like that. Which your, your, your website, if you would. Yes. Okay. And first of all, thank you for opening up like that and, yeah. and uh, sharing with me your story. My website, where anyone can find me at thedatingacademy.com. And I'm always happy to hear from people and help them. Okay, awesome. All right. Well, thanks, Israel. Have a good weekend. And I'll try to, too. <laughs> <laughs> you will, I'm sure. <laughs> bye, bye. Thank you for listening to The Race for the Ring. If you liked today's episode, please write us a review. They can make or break a good podcast just like a dull dude can be the kiss of death to a date. I'll catch you next week. And in the meantime, be sure to say hi and follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. My handles and contacts are in the show notes. It's been my pleasure to have you along for today's dating debate. Bye-bye.